You are listening to Unstoppable Actors, the essential podcast for ambitious, aspiring actors. With me, Louise, the artistic director of Standby Method Acting Studio. And every week, I'll be talking with you and sharing how you can become a paid, working, unstoppable actor because you 1,000% have an acting career is doable. Are you ready? Hello and welcome to another episode of Unstoppable Actors Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Woohoo! If this is your very first episode, welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you really enjoy it and I hope you will continue to listen to future and past episodes. And if you are returning, thank you so much. I'm so grateful you continue to tune into the Unstoppable Actors Podcast. So for those of you that are new, if you don't know who I am, my name is Louise. I am an acting coach who specializes in method acting and I have been coaching actors who are predominantly unknown actors who are literally just getting started, have no credits on their CV, have no idea how to get started, what to do, where to start building their skills up, where to start getting auditions and acting jobs. And I take them from unknowns with blank CVs all the way into things such as Netflix dramas. How exciting. TV soaps, how exciting, stage plays, Amazon Prime films and landing representation from some of the best agents in the business and they are some of the things that our students of Standby Method Acting Studio have achieved. So if I can help them go from unknowns, I can 1000% help you. So you are definitely in the right place. Now, as always, I encourage you to download this episode because there's a lot in it and you'll want to keep coming back to it and referring to it. But before I dive into today's topic, I just want to let you know that on the 29th of January, I have something very, very special for you. I've got an in-depth, two-hour, immersive online workshop called Character Development, Become One and Win More Roles. And the most amazing thing about this is it is free of charge, so you don't have to pay anything to come and join it. So have you registered your place? Have you saved your place? If not, why not? come and do it. It's going to be absolutely brilliant. Let me tell you why. There are only three method acting exercises that you need to radically transform your character work. And surprise, surprise, they are the three that I'm going to be diving into in the two-hour online workshop. So after you've done the workshop, and by the way, you'll be given a script, you'll be given a character to develop, you'll be working with other actors. It's not a webinar type workshop. You won't just be sat there looking at slides. No, you will actually be doing things. But once you've finished the online workshop, your character work is going to be so much more focused. It's going to be so much more truthful and you are going to have an edge to your characters that it didn't have before. So all you need to do is click the link directly below this podcast. I've left it in there for you. Join, come and register your place. As soon as you've done that, I'll send you the script, your character development workbook and the link for the online class. And what do you know, after you've taken this workshop, if you continue to use the exercises that I pass on to you, you will find yourself starting to land more roles. So literally just go underneath this podcast, just scroll down, click the link and register your place. And I absolutely cannot wait to pass on these three absolutely revolutionary method acting exercises. Let's just get straight in then. Let's get straight into today's episode, which I think might ruffle a few feathers. I think it might. So firstly, have you heard of Stanislavski? Don't worry if you haven't. Lots of people have. Stanislavski was an amazing man who studied acting. He devoted his entire life to it. And 
formed his own system, which many refer to as the Stanislavski system. And he started looking at how actors could bring more truth to their work. And so today, I'm going to be diving into an exercise that I believe Stanislavski got wrong and why and what you can do instead. And this is why I think it's going to ruffle a few feathers. But I'm going to come at it from both sides. I'm going to come at it the si- at the side as, you know, what I believe Stanislavski's aim was with the exercise, uh, what I've seen happen with students who've used it and also seasoned actors when they use it, and how I feel actors can misinterpret this and get it wrong as well. So I'm going to try and give a balanced view on this exercise, but predominantly... I don't think you should be using it. And I'll explain a little bit more later on in the episode what it is and why. Okay, so let's just imagine you've been given a character, you've got the script in hand, you're reading through it and you are absolutely ecstatic that you've got a new role to play. Maybe it's been a while since you've last had a character to work on or maybe not. Maybe you've just finished a character and you're really ecstatic to have a brand new one to go straight into. Either way, you cannot wait to dive in. but the worries start to creep in. And by the way, these worries are very, very normal. They're a universal worry. The biggest of all is how am I actually going to connect to the role? You've been reading through the script and you might have worries such as, oh, actually, we are very, very different. Or it could be, wow, I've never played a character like this before. I don't even know how I'm going to connect to them. Or it could just be that you're just scared because it, it feels like a big character and it feels like there's a lot of pressure on you. But either way, the, the main worry is how am I actually going to connect to the role? These thoughts are known as mental tension. Now, mental tension is any thought that blocks your ability to access your imagination and create authentically from your pure imagination, from a place of creativity. Now, when you're thinking these thoughts, what it does is it leaves you spinning your wheels and feeling more and more nervous and stressed and anxious. And the longer you continue to think these thoughts, the more they build up and the less connected you will be to the character and the more of an overwhelming task it feels. So what Stanislavski did is he created an exercise called Magic If. Have you heard of Magic If? If you haven't, don't worry, I'm going to explain it now. So magic if is quite a simple concept, to be honest. You literally take the character and you say, if I was this character, I would. It might be, I would behave this way, or I would feel this way, or I would talk this way, or I would do this. Yeah. So Stanislavski created this in my mind to help you release those blocks, that mental tension I've just been talking about, you know, the gosh, this character seems so big. I've never played a character like this. How am I going to connect to them? Or, wow, we're so different. I've got nothing in common with this person. How am I ever going to connect to them? So the intentions with this exercise are very, very good. That's what I believe Stanislavski's intentions were anyway. Obviously, I can't dig him up out of his grave and ask him. (laughs) So I'm just taking an educated guess that that's what they were, um, considering how committed to the craft he was throughout his lifetime. Let's give you an example then. Let's imagine you are playing a character who is about to rob a bank and uh, let's make the stakes really high and let's put some circumstances in this. So let's say the person who was about to rob a bank has never robbed one before. They're in a lot of debt to a drug dealer. They've got themselves caught up in this whole gang situation. They've, They've been very naive. But if they don't get the money to pay this drug dealer back, they are going to be killed. Okay, so 
we've just gone to an absolute extreme. But, you know, in your career, you might get given a character like this or at least something to play that you don't connect to. We've we've made the stakes really high by saying that if they don't get this drug dealer the money, they're going to be killed. So their life is at stake. The stakes are very, very high. Now, let's, Im- let's imagine you've been given this role and you just don't have this life experience. You've never robbed a bank. You've never got in debt to a drug dealer. You've never needed to rob a bank. You've never had your life literally on the line, as in someone could take it. So you don't have the life experience to draw upon and your imagination is blocked because that's what you're thinking. Wow, I don't connect to this person. I don't know what it's like to be in their shoes. This character seems huge. I don't just want to play the typical gangster. And that's the thing about method acting. With method acting, we're looking for the human in every character. We're looking to create a unique, authentic character. We're not looking to play a gangster the the same way everyone else does because there's nothing unique in that. We're looking for your version of this and the human in them. So what you would do if you were to use Stanislavski's magic if technique is you would say, if I was in this situation where my life was on the line and I had to rob a bank to repay the debts that I owe, I would feel this or I would do this. Now, the problem with this is that it's going to keep you playing you in an imaginary situation. Now, of course, you might argue, yes, but Louise, all acting is imaginary. Yes, it is. We are acting under imaginary given circumstances. The other problem with Magic If is it brings the magnanimity of the role and of the stakes down to you, down to the level of you where you're at right now. And you don't have these high stakes in your life right now. So the stakes become lost and it keeps you playing you, which I've already said. We don't want you to play you. We want you playing this character within the set of circumstances within the script. So instead of using Magic If, now Magic If really should just be a starting point. It's just a starting point. It's not the end result. It's just to lift that block. But where I feel actors go wrong is they then continue to use magic if throughout. And again, as I've already said, the stakes are lost and now we're playing you rather than this character. Instead, I encourage you to play detective. Play detective to start your character work. What that means is you need to read the script again and again and again and again and again before you even bother getting the character up on its feet. And as you're playing detective, you're looking for clues about who this person is, their behaviour, their feelings, etc. So you can start to pull these clues out so you know you're using everything that the scriptwriter has given you, so you're not making anything up. You pull all these clues out and you start to document them in a character development workbook, which you can just do using a notebook. Now, if you do sign up to the online uh, class on the 29th of January, that is one of the things I'm going to be giving you. I'm going to be giving you a character development workbook. So if you want one that's already laid out for you and you need some guidance, then that's another reason to sign up to the class. But what I would like to say to you is when you're reading the script over and over again in the initial stages of this character development work, do not put any pressure on yourself to have a solidified character. Don't put any pressure on yourself to have made concrete choices. Just keep reading the script over and over and over again and keep pulling these clues out and keep documenting them in the workbook. Now, the more you do this, the more you read it, the more invested you are going to get into the character. And when you become more invested, your imagination starts whirring and then you start to build an image in your head of who this person is 
how they hold themselves, their mannerisms, and how they behave and express their feelings. What you've done when you do this is you've tapped into the given circumstances and you've lifted that block. Remember those blocks in the beginning that I spoke about? Oh my gosh, this character seems so big. How am I going to connect to them? Or I've never played a character like this. How am I going to connect to them? Or we've got absolutely nothing in common. How am I going to connect to them? By doing this process that I've laid out for you, the character becomes clearer and you've lifted that block with zero pressure. And you're now not going to run the risk of only playing yourself and losing the stakes. So you can try this on your own. And I would encourage you to do that. Or if you want guidance with it and you want to half the time it takes you, do consider joining the free two-hour online character development workshop on Sunday the 29th of January. As I've already told you at the beginning, I've left the link below. I really believe that joining this workshop is the best thing that you can do for your career right now. So let's just recap what you're going to do then with your characters. If you do start stressing, it's okay. Be kind, be compassionate to yourself and go, oh, I'm stressing, I'm stressing. Is this necessary? Not really, but I am stressing and it's okay. Then start by reading the script as many times as you possibly can. Get yourself a character development workbook and every time you find a clue in the script about who this person is, document it. And that is the easiest way to lift those blocks and to start that process of creating a unique character where you don't play yourself. Has this been useful? Is this something that you are going to try out with the next script that you're given? Let me know. And if you have enjoyed this episode, please do rate it and leave us a review. And you can do that on Spotify. You can do it on Audible. You can do it on Amazon Music. Your reviews really help us spread the word of this podcast and help more actors like yourself who might be stuck in a little bit of a funk with the different areas of acting. And as I say on each and every podcast, when I first started out, there were no resources like this available. And it took me so much time to find information. And I really wish I'd have had a resource like this available to me. So there are going to be plenty of other actors who really could use this resource as well. So when you rate us and review us, it really helps spread the word and it helps other actors as well. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will see you in the next episode. I have absolutely loved hanging out with you and I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Unstoppable Actors, the essential podcast for ambitious, aspiring actors. Now, if you did, I'd really love you to subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave a review. And if you would like weekly injections of inspiration, you'd like mini method acting challenges to keep you making progress with your dreams, come and join the most supportive acting community online by clicking the link in the notes to help you become an unstoppable actor.